And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. I certainly am, and thank you very much there, legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you also to Titty Bingo, our house band, for providing the theme music that we use every week. We're so glad you could join us here today. We've got another exciting show, lots of good music, some interesting people to talk to, and we're going to get into it right now with a brand new track from a group that's making a lot of noise around the world. They call themselves Wolf Alice, and this is their latest Delicious things. Thank you. 
speaking of eerie and uh, transcendental, I don't know. That's a haunting little uh, little number. They call themselves Wolf Alice. That track is Delicious Things from their Blue Weekend album, which was just released a few days ago, June 9th to be exact. It's their third and arguably best album. And they're a four-piece uh, group out of London. They're sounding a lot more polished, sharper writing, and uh, concentrating on late 20s anxieties. If you didn't really get the lyric, you more or less have to listen to several tracks from the album to get the feel for it. But it's swaggering stuff nonetheless. Blue Weekend is fairly obviously a lunge for something bigger. The Guardian uh, paper out of uh, London notes that the producer of this album is Marcus Drays, whose work with Coldplay, Arcade Fire, Florence and the Machine, suggests that he's very much the type of guy that you pick up the phone and call if your ambitions extend a bit further than your pleasant your present status. So uh, we get the impression that they are really out to... Uh, to improve upon their growing reputation. And, uh, well, go online, listen to the album, see what you think. And uh, if you have comments you'd like to share with us, drop us a line, David, at thedavidbowers.com. And John Bon Jovi, we have a minute here. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned Florence and the Machine because I was thinking the same thing. It's got a very ethereal feel to it. And, yeah, yeah. it, you know, they, they, they use uh, some uh, synthesizing in this. I wouldn't call it auto-tune. But the effect that they used to try to simulate a telephone conversation, I think, was very effective with that when you combine that with the lush production values that it has behind the uh, the lead vocal. So it, it's agree. a nice song. It's got a lot of commercial potential, I think. And it, it, if they can get some airplay on uh, the some of these terrestrial radio stations, if they can get airplay on Spotify and uh, you know Sirius XM, places like that, mm-hmm. they can go far. Because I think it yeah, has I, the potential for that. I think they're going to get just that because they have been making a lot of noise over the last year or two. And uh, I know when I saw the new album was out, uh, I didn't hesitate to go pull it up and uh, listen to a track or two from it. And this is the first release from that album. And for you listeners who want to check it out, the album is Blue Weekend. And I think we've all had one or two of those. Anyway, nothing blue about the fact that Tyler Dozier is standing by in the green room. We're going to call him to come on in here and have a chat with us right after we listen to Doing Time in Texas.
Hey, did I mention? Did I mention we've got a rather eclectic show today? In case you didn't figure that out for yourself, going from the ethereal sounds of Wolf Alice to the pure country sounds of Mr. Tyler Dozier and uh, doing time in Texas. And we're going to bring the gentleman on here and here right now. Say hello, Tyler. Hey, what's going on, everybody? You are, my friend. You are. Welcome aboard, and thank you for joining us here today. Good to have you on board. That's a great tune. I like that. Uh, even, you know, some of the some of the old-time purists might complain about, uh, you know, about electric guitars and an organ backing you up, but I think it's very well done, and they are they're in addition to the sound. I think they, they emphasize the sound that you're creating there, and I'll give you... Uh, all the congratulations in the world for that. Great job, and uh, thank you again for joining us here today. Tell us a little bit about Tyler Dozier because we're not familiar with you. Where'd you come from? What you you know? How'd you get to where you are today? Man, I come from uh, the deep roots of Southeast Texas, and uh, well, I got here because I've been playing music my whole life, so it kind of just fell upon me, and I uh, got the got the opportunity to cut doing time in Texas. So I jumped on that, and like you say, I like the traditional sound, but I wanted to jazz it up a little bit. I wanted to, want to do something a little different. Yeah. Right. So and you did. I as, all as I said, I think, it's a, I think it's a great sound. You've incorporated the, uh, the heavier, more contemporary instrumentation without losing the you know, the, the pure country feel. What you say, John Bon Jovi? I know you're a uh, country music addict. What's your opinion? Well, seeing as I jocked country for many, many years, as anybody that listens to this show on a regular basis knows that, because I've kind of touted my own virtues from time to time. Yeah, but, you, you know, keep I'm, repeating I'm, that. I'm, yeah. Mr. <laughs> I'm Mr. Humble Guy. Yes, that's me. Hey, Tyler, welcome to the show. We are so thrilled that you're here with us. Uh, I love the music. I mean, that is just great. I can see you in a honky-tonk, and I can see you behind the chicken wire while everybody's getting loaded and dancing and having a good time. And I don't know if that's <laughs> what you're going for, but I tell you what, I think you've got a great sound. And uh, I just I look forward to you know hearing more of this in the future from you. Um, so my question, you know, I've got some obvious um uh, you know, references in, in my head as to maybe some of your influences. And I'm thinking, you know, a little bit of George Strait, uh, you know, some of, uh, mm-hmm. some of the more country sounds of, uh, or country sounding uh, Waylon Jennings songs. What, uh, what inspires you? What got you into sounding the way that you do, which by the way, my friend is pretty damn good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, a lot of the, I guess people would call it nowadays older country, but uh, to me that that was that was the real country. That that was it. Of course, I've also got influences like Cody Johnson and Josh Ward, which are real big in Texas where I'm from. So I've listened to them quite a bit. But yeah, you were right on the money. A lot of George Strait, a lot of Keith Whitley, a little bit of Merle Haggard thrown in there. I just that's really kind of what I base everything off of, and a. Just try to throw a little flair on it. Try to try to see if I can be different and stand out a little bit. Well, you're flaring just fine. You really are. I agree. It's uh, yeah, you 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 sure are there. And uh, you know what you play reminds me so much of some of the classic country stuff that uh, I used to uh, uh, you know used to play when I was on you know the air and terrestrial radio low those many years ago. 
and it, it is nice. You know, I, I, I don't I wouldn't refer to it as old country. I just call it country because that's what it is. Some of this new stuff that's out it. today. Uh, yeah, kinda, you know, the one thousand and one strings of country music just doesn't. Yeah, do I kind of refer me. to it as classic country. To me, that is yeah, classic right. country, absolutely. And uh, I, what you're saying fits right in with. Uh, if you, uh, I, I'm sure you're aware, Alan Jackson uh, released what was it last month? Uh, his uh, his latest Bring country uh, back. Yeah, country music is gone and it ain't coming back. <laughs> That's it. I, I think he's half right. I, I think country music is gone, but I, you know, I'm not giving up on it. I don't think we can say it's not coming back. There's something about good country music that keeps coming back, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the uh, if the purists come back or some of the newer artists like yourself may also uh, keep it uh, keep it going, if not bring it completely back into the mainstream. Uh, now you wrote did you write uh doing time in texas i did not write doing time in texas but my cousin actually wrote the song and since then i've wrote probably five or six songs since then i'm just waiting to release but i unfortunately did not write doing time in texas yeah i can see where you say unfortunately there's more there's more more now so does this indicate that you have a musical family as a whole uh, yes, sir, you could say that. You could say that. Most most all of my relatives play. My dad's a really good guitar player, and uh-huh. a singer as well. So I, I get to be honest. Where you're getting it from? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, does does your mom uh, in, involve herself in the music too, or is she just the backbone of the family? She's pretty much the backbone. She makes all anything I do. She makes that happen. <laughs> gotcha. I gotcha. So. <laughs> now I. Uh, now that we're getting back into uh, we're getting back into uh, tours and live shows and any, everything, uh, are you getting out to play? Are you planning to? Do you have some some shows booked or anything? Oh man, I am fully booked up for July. I'm playing every weekend, two sometimes three times a weekend, and uh, so yeah, it's going really great. I'm loving everything, opening back up and getting oh, to darn. see. I'm, I'm I'm sorry to, to hear that audience. you're sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> I like the enthusiasm there. You just jumped right on that and said, oh, heck yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I I, I, you know, a lot of artists do, the successful artists, most of them do. And that's a good thing because I know, all right, I'm not a music artist from the standpoint I don't play and, you know, I don't do shows and, and things like that. But I've I've introed shows, I've seed shows and done the, you know, the usual uh, stuff that goes along with it, with the trappings and everything. And uh, I know that feeling when you get up there and when the audience is digging what you're putting down, there's no feeling in the world like it. There's there's no money or anything else that can replace that feeling when you and your audience click together. That is the 100% truth right there. You just can't be beat. Yeah, that's what it's all about. You're, uh, th- th- that's, a, uh, that's a step above... Uh, just doing a show or doing a show and getting paid for it. That's that's what it's all about is what it comes down to. And now, have you got uh, have you got an album in the works or uh, are you looking forward to doing one in the near future? I actually am getting one in the works right now. Mm-hmm. So be looking for that. 
be looking for that in the upcoming, probably end of this year, maybe next year, beginning. But okay, you have you have my email address, so you know to keep us uh, keep us in mind when that comes out, or when you've got it ready to come out, and we get together maybe and uh, talk about the album, do a little uh, promotion for the album, and play a couple of tracks off of it. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Keep us in mind. Uh, I'll, I'll talk more about keeping in touch with us, uh, but I know first uh, my co-host, John Bon Jovial, is just clawing at the microphone waiting to get in and say something I can tell. What is it, John? Clawing? Okay, yes, yes, the claw. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask you, uh, Tyler, when you do hit the road and you know, you're out touring, how big of an ensemble do you normally have with you? Uh, it, it just depends. It just depends. Sometimes I play a lot of places that are fairly close to home. So if I'm going a little bit farther off, I'm, I have a pretty good hit. <laughs> but if it's just me, ah, it's usually just, just me, usually. <laughs> Whatever it takes. In listening, in, in, in listening to uh, Doing Time in Texas, of course, you know, we're listening, you know, we're, we're hearing, uh, you know, a lead guitar or rhythm guitar or bass mm-hmm. drums. Uh, and, uh, so I'm just wondering, uh, if you're not doing it now, are, do you plan as your career grows, do you plan on incorporating this kind of thing live on the road? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. For sure. And I'm, do uh, you, on a lot I'm of sorry, go ahead. Right. I'm actually working on getting all of those things lined out together right now. So well, that'd come be great, around we would love to a see few that. months. Yes, a few months from now, I should be incorporating that into the live shows that I play. Okay. Now, do you tour just uh, regionally in Texas, or do you plan on getting you know out to the East Coast, down in Florida? There's a lot of country music fans. I know out in Arizona, New Mexico, there's a lot of country music fans. Uh, do, you, right. do you plan on getting uh, a little bit more national? Man, I will go as national as people want me to go. I guess it's the best way to go about saying that. As for right now, I'm Texas, Louisiana basically is where I play most of my my shows at. But yes, if at all possible, I'm looking to go national and see what I can do. And we've got uh we've got some contacts and friends that uh are down in uh, Corpus Christi. Uh and one of one of our old Texas buddies who's been with us since the start of the show, David Martinez, is out of uh out of Corpus and uh you get down that way, keep that name in mind because uh, he's pretty well known and liked around the area. Uh, he'd be a good guy for you to look up if you're down in the Corpus area sometime. And uh, it might, uh, hey, who knows, it might open some doors and get some things happening for you over on that part of the state. Uh, it sounds to me like uh, you've got you've got your goals pretty much lined up there in your mind and you're uh, you're actively working on building this career of yours, and that's that's a good thing because uh, so many people get into this business and forget that word business. They just think of music, but it's as we've stressed so many times, and many of our guests have too. You know, you got to know the music and you got to know the business part. 
and it sounds to me like you've been uh, you've been keeping that in mind. Have you had any business experience of your own outside of just you know just your music playing? Not not really, but it's kind of a learn as you go process True. for me. Yeah. I have learned quite a bit in the small amount of time that I've had to work on it. And it really, you can only get better at the business end of it as, as time goes on. So, no, I don't have any business. <laughs> well, you're going to get a, you're going to get an education, OJT. <laughs> you bring That's up right. one, one question I was going to ask you before, but got sidetracked. Uh, how long have you been uh, a uh, a professional music a musician, as it were? Well, I released my first song, Doing Time in Texas, to uh, Texas Radio uh, in 2020. I want to say it was in August, okay. August of 2020. So since that day, I've just kind of kind of ran with it. Okay, so, so you're, you're really uh, just in, entering your second year uh, almost, and that's, uh, that's really hot. I mean, I, I love the fact that you have such a good head on your shoulders for not having a lot of business experience and for being new in the music business, I can only warn you: uh, be careful who you uh, who you talk to, because there, unfortunately, are a lot of. Uh, well, let's just say not everybody's going to be on your side. <laughs> be careful That's in this true. business; it's uh, it can be deadly, but it can also be a beautiful thing. Uh, what else? You told us you've got an album that you're working on putting together. You're building your uh, your touring capabilities and a group uh, to augment with you, a touring group at least. Where do, where do you do your studio work? I have done all of my studio work, studio work at a studio called 601 in Austin, Texas. Uh-oh, and, uh, okay. man, those guys are great. They do exactly. They know what I'm thinking. I, if I just explain it, it's great. It turns out exactly how I want it to. So I've had I've had really good work with them, but I am looking. I want to go cut at least a single in Nashville, just just of to course. say I have a Nashville recorded single. Absolutely. But for the most part, Austin Austin has been good to me. It really has. Hey, there's a lot of good people in Austin. There's a, a lot of serious musicians up there, and it sounds like from the not only from what you said, but from the end product, the music, what we've heard, uh, you've got yourself connected with some some good people who not only know what they're doing but they know what how to work with the artist and you know get into this head find out what you want to do and how you want to do it and make it work and that's a good thing don't you think John Bon Jovial oh sure you want to you know not only do you want to polish what you do but you want to you know take the good from uh, your uh, compatriots out there and maybe discard what you don't like about what they do. But if you can take the best of everything, you're going to become an all-around very polished musician. And uh, you also, alluding back to what Dave was saying just a few minutes ago, um, the business savvy. You've got to develop a business end of it. Otherwise, you know, people are going to love your music, but then you're going to be wondering, you know, well, why the hell am I playing all this music and I'm not making any money doing it? <laughs> 
you, you got to have a love. You got to have a love of the music, a love of the business, and a love of the money. And uh, what was it? The the line from the from Jerry Maguire, the movie. Show me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you touched on a on a good point uh, a few minutes ago, Tyler. Uh, getting your music played and uh, the fact that you uh, you knew enough to do that, and we're getting it played in Texas. So you know that that's an important step. You got to get the music heard. The more people that hear it, the better off you are, because obviously the more people are going to like it, and then it leads to the more people that are going to buy it, and they're going to go see your shows, which is where the real money is. Nobody makes money to any degree off of recordings anymore, but it's the way you've got to get your music out there. So you still have to deal with it. And uh, I told you we'd uh, talk more about keeping in touch with us because we have this thing here on the show. Once you're on our show, you're part of our family and we'd like to keep in touch with you, know what's going on. And of course, have you come back and visit us again. One of our social media pages on Facebook is the David Bowers Awards Groups Music page. And uh, that one's up there for primarily for my guests, but anybody in the music business that has something to say, uh, new releases, touring, whatever, anything but secrets. We don't do well with secrets, but <laughs> anything you want to share with your fans and friends and followers, post it up there. You don't have to send it to me. You can post it directly to that page, and we'll pick it up and share it on our other social media pages. So feel free when you've got your new release coming out or you're doing a big gig, you want to spread the word, anything you want to share with your fans and followers, feel free to post it on the David Bowers Awards on Facebook, the groups page. We'll see it, pick it up, and carry it on from there. So before we let you go, and I said that, I said that so word, I <laughs> sound like a valley girl. I so hate it. When people start every sentence off with, so, I don't know, it just irks me. It's like it says, I don't know anything else to say. I have to say so while I'm thinking of what I'm going to say. You get the news right. on TV. We're supposed to be professional speakers. And somebody will ask him a question and their answer is, so, I think, and I'm saying, no, no, don't do that to me. Before we let you go, I want to thank you for joining us here today, sharing your time and telling your story, sharing your music also. And to that end, we have How Can I Forget You queued up and ready to go. Tell us about this song. Man, this song, this song is a really touching song, pretty much. It's, it's kind of one of those those heartfelt songs. David Reed wrote this song, which is my cousin, uh-huh. and I heard this song. I, I knew I knew it was going to be a, a touchy song. It's a, it, it means a lot to me, and it, I love playing it out because you can really you can really feel what you're singing. You really can. And uh, you can connect that with the audience. You, you don't get that as much through a recording, but it, it's still there. It's still there. I love this song. And that's one of the things about music. It's a window to your soul. And if you've got your heart and soul into it, everybody can know and feel it. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Dozier, thank you for being with us on the David Bowers Awards. And here he is with How Can I Forget You?
He was right, too. Tyler Dozier, How Can I Forget You? Definitely a touching, touching song. Thank you so much, Tyler. Pleasure having you join us. And uh, we have another guest standing by. We're going to hear from a guy who calls himself Basie. He's from Nottingham, England. And this is a song that's going to knock your socks off. I told you we had an eclectic show today. We've gone from, uh, from uh, ethereal rock. We've gone from there to country, and now we're going to kind of moody blues country with Basie and Wild is the Wind. Let me fly away with you. 
Sun. There you go. That's Wild is the Wind by our next guest, who is not a count but goes nevertheless by the name of Basie. Come on in and say hello. Hi, hi. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. How about yourself? Yes, yeah, a little late here in the UK, but uh, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying there. We've uh, That's one thing about doing a show that's done for, with artists all over the world. We get to talk to people in all kinds of time zones, like 3.30 in the morning, and, you know, they're bleary-eyed. <laughs> but sure. you, you're you looking chipper right now. Yeah, so, uh, I'm sort of, yeah, I'm running on good energy levels at the moment. I'll probably well, crash hey, later on, but... You're, <laughs> hey, you're a music man. You've got to be good for midnight at least. It's, I mean, it's come the on. right time. <laughs> hey, great to have you here with us. I loved that track. And oh, uh, thank you. I, the first time I heard it, the more I got into it, the more I listened to it, the more it hooked me. And by the end, I'm saying, now I know why I like the Moody Blues. I mean, there's just uh, there's a similarity in sound there. It's a totally different song. The voice is different. Yeah. But I got a Moody Blues feeling. Wow. It's, it's always interesting hearing other people tell me what references they, they link to the music. And sometimes it's never a band or an artist I ever thought of. Right. But they hear something that I, I maybe didn't. And uh, that's what's good about music, really. Oh, really? It's 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 like uh, I just mentioned earlier on the show. It's the, the window to your soul. And each of us are different. So, yeah, we're going to see, hear, and interpret differently. And a good yeah. example is uh, my co-host, John Bon Jovi, who never sees things the way I do. <laughs> what, what was your take on that, John Bon Jovi? Well, we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum on so many things. But that's, you know, really one of the things that does make this partnership uh, tick. Uh, you know, I, I pretty much have to uh, agree with some of, you know, with the influence, the Moody Blues type of thing although you certainly don't sound like Justin Hayward. Uh, but, you know, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Uh, sure. But uh, well, I was going to ask who you're dumping on. Are you dumping on Basie or, or uh, Justin? <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the, the voice that you lend to this yeah. is perfect for the type of music that you're doing, and, and I mean that seriously. Uh, it's got such a nice sound, and your production values were very good on it. Uh, Thank you. Oh, sure. But I, I do. Okay. David mentions, you know, the Moody Blues. Mm. I wanted to know before I put in my two cents worth as to who, um, uh, you know, who influenced you. I want to hear it from from you yourself. Mm. That's that's a good question. I mean, the song itself. But I heard the David Bowie version back in the late 1970s and uh, it's been a song that's stuck with me for decades really mm -hmm. and I've always wanted to do a version of it um, but I wanted to do a, maybe an alternative version something a bit darker and a bit more stark and um, I was kind of also thinking if, if it's a, ultimately a love song you never hear a male and a female voice in that same song it's Nina Simone sung it in the 1950s I think and um, um, was it Johnny Mathis originally? I'm not sure, but but anyway, certainly Nina Simone and David Bowie are the, are the most sort of popular versions. Um, so I just wanted to make it a little bit different, and I wanted to I wanted to also bring across a contrast in the vocals, a sort of more delicate, fragile female voice, and um, probably a, a male voice that's a little bit over the edge, a little bit more emotional. Mm -hmm. um, Kind of portray the different the different types of aspects of love, um, and I was trying deliberately to to develop 
what I'd call my own voice and not be influenced by anybody. But I guess that never happens. We're, we're, all, we're always influenced by people. Well, and it's just always, yeah, and it's fascinating to hear other people say, you reminded me of that person or that person, because a lot of the time I never had them in mind, but it, it just makes me think, hmm, yeah, nothing's ultimately that original. We, we all rely on in each other in music, mm-hmm. you know? And and as as John indicated, you don't sound like Justin, and that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The thing I was the thing I was describing was the feel I got from the sound. Yeah. It was like uh, uh, the first time I heard uh, "Only in My Wildest Dreams," uh, which is my favorite Moody Blues song by a landslide. I love that tune. Uh But uh, it, it just had that feel, the angst, the a little bit of the sound, the fullness, the richness of the blues sound. So it was yeah. a it was a combination of effects, and uh, it, again, it was my take, what I felt. Yeah. Now, you also had you mentioned the female voice. You mm. have uh, in on the credits it says featuring Gem and Low Woman. Tell us yep. about Gem and Low Woman. Okay, Gem uh, Gem Woolley is his full name, and that's his real name. That's not not a working oh, wow. name. Yeah, so oh, we had a crazy change. one over here called Shebwoolly with the perfect people eater <laughs> back in the fifties. So hey, maybe it's something that runs with people think Woolly. <laughs> well, Jim's a bit of a he's like a, a back office sort of genius, really. He he kind of doesn't want to get involved at the sharp end with the with maybe live gigging and uh, and uh, things like that. He'd much rather receive all the information have a script of where we want to go with the music and he's he's got his box of tricks and his wizardry and he'll do a lot of the, the mixing um on the track i played bass guitar a little bit of guitar and the vocals um and he did the rest um so he's a, he's a genius the guy really is and then um low woman is an artist who who's a she's she's got an incredible voice she she lives local to me in nottingham in the uk um, I first heard her, her, some of her songs, her voice online, and um, it just it held me, it rooted me to the spot. I was just frantically searching the internet for more and more tracks. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic, the lockdown, there's not been the chance to meet up with her. But so this has been totally done online. Not even met the woman yet. Uh, uh, we've that's a, a familiar theme in these days. A lot of people have gone that way. I, I was, guess I was we had just going to say that so many of our, our guests have, have told us just that same exact story. Yeah. We've worked mm-hmm. hand in hand with each other. We know each other intimately as far as our styles. But, oh, no, yeah. no, we've never met. I know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we had a conversation the other day, and the three of us said, what if we walk in a room and we don't like each other? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that possibility. <laughs> Uh, no, she blew me away. Her voice—it's—it's it's a really <laughs> fragile, delicate voice, and, and she sings in a very much a different style to myself. With me, it's kind of—I'm a bit of a belter. I give it all I've got. Mm-hmm. She's a lot more reserved, and I love the tenderness in her voice. And the two just seem to go to weather to go well together on the track. Play off together. They play off each other well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but that was all done, like I say, remotely, and I had to listen to her voice, she had to listen to mine, our take of it, and we had to sort of do several versions, so we got right. it right, and then Jem, the guy in the background, sort of brought them together and, and did his magic, and um, the end result was the, the you know the release song that you've heard. Yeah, and an uh, excellent song. Now, how long has that been out? Um, two weeks. Two weeks, okay. And uh, we're recording this in the... Uh, what is today, the 9th of June, uh, or in most places in the world anyway. So uh, 
you listeners, you can date it from there, June 9th of uh, 2021. This has been out two weeks. So uh, is it uh, is it gaining some traction over there? Yeah, it surprised me. I mean, uh, I, I've tried them this this year in particular. I've looked at a five track project um, to release five mm-hmm. singles, and I've tried to do something different with each one. Um, on one of the tracks, um, I put a video together with our local community, deaf and hard of hearing, and they did sign language to the, to the lyrics, uh, which was really interesting because yeah, certainly yeah. signing the, the, the lyrics gives it a whole new and more powerful meaning, and I was blown yeah. away by that. Um, on another one, I got a lot of the local artists to do short video clips. We put the video together, and it was all it was sort of the song wasn't originally about lockdown and coming back into society, but it kind of had that edge with their interpretation. On another one, I got a local artist, a painter to send me updates on his piece of work he was doing. We put a video together to show you that developing. So with each track, try to do something different. Um, Wild as the Wind is the fourth one to be released, and there's a fifth one coming out at the end of June, um, which, funny enough, again, will involve those same two artists, Jem Woolley and um, Low Woman. And that'll be the end of that project. My, my goal when I first started doing it was to try and be creative and different with each song, but also at the end of it to have a network with artists that I wanted to work on another project. And in these last two, I've found exactly that in Gem and, and Low Woman. So I'm, I'm really pleased. If nothing else happens, I'm pleased with that. But going back to what you were saying, the response to this song has been really good. And, and I, I sort of honed in on YouTube more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the others I've looked at, Spotify and, and iTunes and Deezer, but on this one I thought I want to put it through um, YouTube to see what sort of reaction I get. And some of the comments have blown me away, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, you've uh, you made a couple of great points there, but uh, yeah, I uh, one of the things we like about doing this show is getting to meet the artists early in the song's release so that we can, well, we, we can keep track of how the artist and the release is doing, but also we get to establish the relationships with the artist, which brings me to my second point is I think whether you like it or not, we have encountered an artist who we are looking forward to keeping a relationship and keeping in touch with. And so you have, uh, you have expanded the ring by two more people in the business, although not not music producing artists, but um, rather the people who play the artists. That's how I got into radio and playing music was, uh, I found out very early in life that I was never going to be a rock star because I couldn't sing. So I decided I can't make the records. I'll play them. And here we are. Uh, We're also running a little bit low on time. So I want to keep this moving right along. But uh, we do thank you so much for coming and spending time with us uh, yeah. Tonight, your time, and hope you get a full night's sleep out of it. I also <laughs> want to mention you are part of our family now. That's and, awesome. Uh, we're all over the internet, but one of our pages, the David Bowers Awards groups page on Facebook, uh-huh. is there for my guests and anybody in music to post their music news, releases, show dates, tours, anything but secrets. We do we don't keep secrets well, but if you want to share it with the music market. Put it on there. You don't have to send it to me. You can post it directly, That's awesome. and we'll pick it up and share it with our other social media sites. So, so the next release mind. that comes out at the end of June, I can just put straight onto that, can I? Absolutely. Yeah. We'll pick it up and spread the word from there. 
we're yeah. good at spreading rumors. So. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much again for being yeah. here with us today. Well, and uh, last thing before we go, tell the folks how they can find your music. It, it's kind of on all the various platforms like anybody is, but I've, I'm also on social media. So there's Twitter, and, and I tend to use the name Basie um, or Basie Noise or Basie Eastern. My surname, real surname is Eastern. But right. if you look at Basie, you, you're going to see usually a picture of quite a moody-looking bloke in black and white, <laughs> and, that, and that's me. Well, uh, I, I'm also going to mention, because I had made the tie-in with Count Basie at the beginning of our little discussion here, be sure and look for Basie, B-A-S-S-E-Y, not I-E as the Count spelled it, so you'll be sure and find it. Thank you again, Basie, for being with us today. We look forward to next time. We will look forward to the music coming to the end of the month. Here he is one more time. This is a totally different take. When this Day has gone.
when this day has gone. That's Basie from Nottingham, England, and uh, interesting, interesting music. And uh, as, as we kind of indicated, I, I really got into that uh, first track, The Wild is the Wind, because of its moody blues sound. The second track is um, a much tamer sound. It doesn't slap you in the face the way Wild, in the wind, wild is the Wind does. But uh, I, I do like the ethereal quality and the back-and-forth voices. Really, really well done, and we thank Basie and uh, his cohorts, Jem and Low Woman, for a couple of amazing tracks. Really enjoyed it. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time. Why don't you take us home? Yes, sir. Great show today. Enjoyed every aspect of it, and we are forever grateful that you have stayed with us for another perfectly good hour here at the David Bowers Awards, and we're hoping you're going to rinse and repeat next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on most of the major services, including now the new podchaser.com forward slash the David Bowers. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial. That, of course, being Rochester Free Radio and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for The David Bowers and all of our crew of radio rejects here at the Radio Ranchero, this is the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial saying, you know, just be good to yourself. Continue to wash your hands. Wear your mask if you have to. And if you haven't gotten that shot yet, please go out and get it. We'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards.